Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of Joel's Polls, coming at you live at Kaufholt Studios in Iceland. Bit of a rainy day today. Gonna be a bit of a rainy day vibe. We got Brian Eno playing some keys for us. Thanks, Brian. I got some white wine here. Kvitvin, as they call it. We're chilling, drinking wine, feeling fine. So I'd like to start off by giving you a little introduction on what I'm doing. Yeah, so I'm living in Iceland now, just moved over here, I'm living on a farm. As you can see, some sheep in the background there. So if you hear some sheep noises or some horse noises, they're all real. It's live, baby. Um, yeah. So I'm building a studio upstairs in the attic of a stable excuse me um about an hour outside of Reykjavik um yeah so I'm gonna tell you a little story uh about Joel's poles so, some of you may remember, if you've been my Facebook friend for more than four years, uh, I used to run a wildly successful Facebook thing called Joel's Paul. Um, where basically I would use Facebook polls to run just dumb little polls. Um, I've actually found the very first one that I ever did September 22nd, 2018. Who is better, my bloody valentine or bullet for my valentine? A whopping 43 votes. Bullet from my Valentine squeaking by 53%. Right? Who is better? September 24, 2018. Van Halen, Van Morrison. 60 votes. 
Van Morrison winning 53%. My most successful one, October 19th, 2018. Who is better, Jack White, Jack Black? 75 votes. Jack Black winning by a landslide, 71%. So, yeah, Joel's polls. For a while, I just became the poll guy, you know. Like, everybody was, everybody just wanted to share their opinion on my polls. More successful than any band I was ever in, any song, anything. You know, so I had this idea kicking around in my head of like, I've got this pole thing. I gotta make money on this. I gotta find out a way to make money on this. So originally my plan was to do like a gig, I think. So it was going to be like a battle of the bands sort of thing where like two bands would play like two cover bands and one cover band would be like My Bloody Valentine and then the other cover band would be like Bullet for My Valentine and then you know you, you the crowd would decide the winner by cheers or something you know which ended up being kind of a lame idea, I think, you know. Because who likes Battle of the Bands? Nobody. What am I, 12? You know what I'm saying? So I scrapped that idea. And here we are. Five years later. The Joel's Poles Radio Show. Some ASMR wine sounds for you. Um, yeah. So basically, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you two songs. And I'm going to pick a topic. And you're going to have to decide who the winner is. On Instagram polls. So follow my Instagram at spouses underscore to participate if you don't want to participate you just want to come along for the ride and watch the sheep go by and the rain come down that's cool too but the first poll for today is gonna be best rainy day Beatles song for today's rainy day. And the first one we're gonna do is I'm So Tired from the White Album. Here we go. I'm so tired. All right. That's track number one. I'm So Tired. John Lennon, White Album. So that's the first one going against another one from the White Album. 
I just gotta say, the White Album, really, really growing on me, you know. I think that, like, any, every musician goes through this where they'll fall in love with the Beatles, and the White Album is like, the least accessible, I think, immediately immediately accessible but the more you listen to it you know the more it grows on you so track number two on the pole it's gonna be long 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 george harrison also from the white album best rainy day beatles song here we go freaky ending that i forgot about there so yeah you decide I'm so tired versus long 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 best rainy best rainy day Beatles song alright so the next one's gonna be um taken from my Facebook polls actually I thought in honor of you know the polls from the Facebook this is from December 15th, 2018. Who is better? Clever girl or boy genius? Hmm. I thought that was pretty clever of me. Um, 21 votes. Uh, I won't tell you who won. Because that might influence <laughs> the voting. I don't know. Um... But, uh, yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Clever Girl versus Boy Genius. Are we playing the new Boy Genius record? No. Because it's my show. And I'm going to play whatever I want. So we're going to do Stay Down. Boy Genius is track number one. Stay Down. Beautiful stuff. Boy Genius, of course. Lucy Dacus. Phoebe Bridgers, Julian Baker, an indie supergroup, if you will. Um, yeah. So the next tune that it's going against for you to vote on. Um, Clever Girl, for those who don't know. Um, kind of a heartwarming story. Um... Clever Girl was a math rock band from, well, this record that they put out, the only one they put out so far, I believe, um, came out in 2010, 2011, um, it's called No Drum and Bass in the Jazz Room, what's it called? I think I just messed that up, it's called No Drum and Bass in the Jazz Room, I was right, um, they, cool instrumental math rock band um put out this record and then like immediately broke up which is like the most math rock thing to do um and then kind of were undiscovered for a long time and then someone just uploaded the record to youtube not them someone else and people started finding them through that and and then they got back together because there was such a high demand 
for Clever Girl shows. Um, I want to say they got back together in 2018-ish. Um, and there was like a big reunion show in London. I think they did a tour as well. Which I sadly did not go to. I did want to go. But this is track one from No Drum and Bass in the Jazz Room. This is called Elm. Clever Girl, Elm. Nice. Yeah, big influence on uh, a burial at sea band I used to be in. Um, big shout out to those boys. Um, we used to play Clever Girl in the van all the time, driving around Europe. Um, yeah, great band. Very cool. So you decide. Boy Genius versus Clever Girl. Um, next one's gonna be an Icelandic head-to-head in honor of my new stomping grounds. Um, so Iceland, you know, very rich musical culture and history. Um, big, big indie music royalty coming from here um and the two artists that i'm gonna pick are the two artists that you're thinking of from iceland um you know there's there's obviously bjork bjork uh she's gonna be the first one um and we're gonna do cocoon from Vespertine. Beautiful. Love that song. Yeah. Um, so that's from Vespertine. Um, one of the more lesser known Bjork records. Um, so I know that with that record, um, Bjork she produced a lot of it herself most of it herself i think um and what she would do is she would sort of get like handheld field recorders and she would like make tiny little sounds in her kitchen you know like little spoons and like making coffee and stuff really quiet sounds and like blow them up um with her with her production and stuff and uh, I think it comes together really well. I think it's really nice. Um, yeah, so I think that, you know, with the main goal with this radio show, this thing that I'm doing, is not to pick the most, for example, obvious Bjork song, you know? Like, this is more like a deep cut. Um, but, you know, the whole, like, pole thing is more like a gimmick to, like, draw people in and get the clicks. Um, but hopefully you find something new or some, you know, you listen to some songs that you haven't listened to in a while. Stuff like that. So it's more about music discovery and less about a silly game show. Um, so on that note... 
Um, the next band in the Icelandic head-to-head is going to be, of course, the post-rock giant Sigros Thuros. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I've been practicing. Um, also, big influence on Burial at Sea. This is Olsen Olsen from Algotis Brown. Olsen Olsen, Sigaros. Uh, I really hope that nobody from Iceland is actually listening to this because they're going to hear me butchering everything in Icelandic. <laughs> Um, I remember, uh, I was, I was at a house party with Hjalmar and he was like teaching me how to say the name of this record for like 10 minutes. Just I didn't even get it at the end. Augaitisberion, I think. Um, which means like an all right beginning or an okay beginning, something like that. It's one of my favorite records ever. Got it on vinyl behind me. Um, but yeah, if you listen to that one and the Clever Girl one, you can kind of, like side by side, you can kind of see where the whole big orchestral burial at sea sound was coming from, you know. Which leads quite nicely into the next poll. Uh, which is gonna be best use of gang vocals. Now, what are gang vocals? You might be asking. Um, you know, when, when they get, a uh, everybody singing at the same time, you know? So, in this tune, in the next one, there's gonna be a section of the song where they got a whole bunch of people singing. And guess what? Burial at Sea did that too. This is a very Burial at Sea re- uh, episode, actually. I wasn't wasn't really planning on that. But yeah, shout out to all the Burial at Sea boys. Dara, John, Blaney. Um, yeah. Uh, so we're going to do best gang vocals. Listen out for the end in this one. Um, I want to say that Dara showed me this band uh but this is the honest truth by typhoon the honest truth by typhoon yeah awesome um so last burial at sea story i promise um (laughs) um okay so the next band uh totoro um also does gang vocals at the end so listen out for the listen out for the gang vocals and decide which one you like more and vote on my instagram page at spouses um the next band um totoro we were playing uh, we were playing a, a gig in ren ren in France, where Totoro is from, and we used to, we, it's <laughs> another band we used to play in the van all the time when we were driving around, and because um, we were playing in their hometown, like Rennes is like a small, like small town in France, like it's not huge, like 
everybody we met after the show we were like so do you guys know totoro and they were like what Qua? Hmm? totoro uh totoro ah totoro we totoro just yeah so we've been saying it wrong um <laughs> i guess uh, but this is from their album this isn't from come to mexico this is from uh home alone this is i'm not even gonna try and say it this is the next song gang vocals which one's better baby wow yeah Totoro yeah so there you go so best gang vocal I don't think I needed to explain what a gang vocal was at the beginning of that actually I think everybody everybody can figure out what a gang vocal is um but yeah so piss and moan you let the devil in your home versus Sebon you decide um all right so i think we got time for one more poll one more poll today um last one of the day it's gonna be best concert film now in my mind you know the concert film there's really only two possible answers that you can give for this and anybody who knows me knows what the two concert films are that i've picked the first one being of course stop making sense by the talking heads incredible concert film you know if you haven't seen it what are you doing what what do you what you haven't seen Stop Making Sense? Come on, he comes out with a boombox for a psycho killer and then they build the stage one piece at a time and you see the behind the scenes in front of the scenes? It's just incredible. I have some great memories playing Life During Wartime with the first band I was ever in, uh, Business Time. Shout out to you guys. This is Life During Wartime from Stop Making Sense Live. All right. <laughs> yeah, Life During Wartime, Talking Heads. Um, yeah, also some great memories of singing that song Upstairs in Fredericks with Josh. Big shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're keeping well. Hope to see you soon, if you're listening. Um, so, it's going to be Stop Making Sense versus um, the other uh, concert film, in my mind. The, the, the big two um, is that one. And, of course, The Last Waltz. Now, I... I've had this conversation with people back in Liverpool about <laughs> Stop Making Sense versus The Last Waltz. Mostly with Frank, I guess. Um, also, shout out to you, buddy. Hope you're keeping well also, if you're listening. Um, it's just, it's just kind of strange because like, I always think of like, I always think of 
Talking Heads is being British, but they're not. Like, David Byrne is, like, kind of Scottish. Um, well, he is Scottish, I guess. But, like, you know, Talking Heads are, like, a super New York band. Um, but I don't know. Maybe it was just the people I was hanging out with in Liverpool. But, like, a lot of people don't know what the last waltz is somehow. Um, and yeah, Last Waltz, um, the band, um, you know, Bob Dylan's backing band, um, Last Waltz directed by Martin Scorsese. Like, everybody's in this, you know what I mean? Like, everybody you can think of. Ringo's in it, Dylan's in it, Neil Young's in it, Joni Mitchell's in it. Um, Neil Diamond is in it for some reason. Van Morrison's in it. Um, so I'm gonna go with Helpless, uh, originally by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. So we got the band behind him with Neil Young going, They got her now, Robbie. Here's Helpless. Helpless from the last waltz. So there you go. You decide. Stop making sense versus the last waltz. Uh, this episode has been like quite the love fest. So I'm gonna continue on the love fest train. Um, yeah, good memories of listening to watching the entirety of the last waltz with Rylan in his flat in Grenville in first year. Um, used to just go over to Ryland's house and stick on the last waltz. There's this incredible shot. I want to say it's in the middle of up on Cripple, up on Cripple Creek where I don't know if the camera like breaks or what happens, but like there's this random zoom in the middle of up on cripple creek when they just he like the cameraman just decided to like zoom in on the drummer and like the camera just like seems like it falls off the dolly or something and like me and violin used to watch it like literally every day like i'm not even exaggerating and like we knew exactly when <laughs> that random zoom thing happened um if you want to find out more about the making of the last waltz it was a pretty hectic time with martin scorsese um you can do your own research on that um yeah so there you go that's a good way to close out the poll section i think all the sheep have gone I uh, don't know where they've gone now. So, I think it's time for me to go as well. Um, but yeah, so to play you guys out with our final song, um, I would be remiss. Yeah, remiss. Uh, I recently learned that it's not remissed, past tense, as I thought it was. It's actually remiss. Um, I would be remiss if I wasn't going to mention the fact that I've 
basically ripped off this entire format from uh, my good buddies Sean Ebanks and Richard Dyer from the Cayman Islands. Shout out to you guys. Um, they have a very cool radio show called Ain't Not Wrong, uh, where, yeah, I'm basically stealing their whole thing. Um, they go head to head. Um, Sean will bring in a song, Rich will bring in a song, and then you gotta decide via polls who's got the better taste. Um, so thanks for letting me rip you guys off. Um, so to play you out, I'm gonna play a song by their band, Clever Knots, band I also used to be in. Um, I'm gonna play you guys. I've just realized that if I play, if I play one of Sean's songs, so Sean sings lead on the songs that he writes and then Rich sings lead on the songs that he writes. So if I pick one of Sean's songs next week, Rich, I'm going to play one of yours. Okay. But this week is going to be Mary Street by Clever Knots from 2015's All Our Suspect featuring me on guitar and bass and stuff I think um so yeah I love this song it's incredible and you should check out Ain't Not Wrong and this has been Joel's Polls episode 1 live from Kaufholt Studios um yeah I'll see you guys next time. Mm-hmm.